Welcome to the Talk Local Podcast, a weekly chat with business owners in Victoria, Vancouver, and throughout British Columbia to learn what they're doing to create stronger connections with local customers. The Talk Local Podcast is sponsored by Time to Get Online and hosted by Alan Ford. Hello, and welcome to Talk Local, the podcast that puts you in touch with local entrepreneurs and offers insight into their experiences and wisdom. Today, we're delighted to have Summer Green from Remove All Remediation with us to talk a bit about employee loyalty and retention. She built her company back in 2009 and quickly became Victoria's preferred remediation team. She put together a crew of dedicated professionals, many of whom are still with them from the early days. And in this new world of seemingly constant hiring issues, they've managed to keep those high quality people and help develop them into leaders. Hello and welcome Summer. First, why don't you give us a bit of an overview of what Remove All Remediation does? Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me. Uh, Remove All Remediation is a basically an asbestos abatement company. We do other hazardous materials as well. But over the years, we've built our reputation and most of our business comes from asbestos abatement. Uh, we do residential as well as commercial. Um, uh, we do as small as homeowners duct systems and as large as big buildings that are coming down in, in the middle of town, such as Customs House down in the inner harbor there. Uh, so we have a wide variety of what we do and uh, it's a busy, it's been a busy time for sure. Right. So let me ask you, how have you managed to keep your talented team for so long? I mean, the, the general uh, feeling is, is that your industry is challenged by high turnover. What, what have you done differently? It's an interesting question at an interesting time. Um, when, when you asked me to do the podcast, I thought uh, the timing is, is quite uh, appropriate. It's, it's hard in the industry right now to get any kind of labor staff. They're feeling the shortage everywhere. Um, and you're right, I still have my key employees from early on, and it's, uh, it's been difficult to try to add to that. Um, we do stick with our main key uh, points that we've been trying from the very beginning, and that is basically it's uh, respect. So we early on, I used to be in a suit and mask, um, and I would work alongside the guys and they learned to respect the fact that I was hardworking. Uh, I respect the fact that putting on a mask and a suit in cold weather when you have nothing underneath or in hot weather like a heat dome that we just had is uh, the hardest work that I think there is out there. So respecting each other was was number one. We have a very family style uh, kind of a management style. So I, I have done many management courses in my life and everything I do is kind of opposite of what I learned. So we're friendly and we're fun and we manage each person individually. Each one of the guys has something um, that we need to support or uh, build on. And they're all individual. They're all, they have different needs. And so we, you know, sometimes we'll go, you know, it'll be like we have team members that are sister and brother and they argue and and we go at it we put everybody in a room and we talk about our feelings and and we really do try to keep it a family uh business and I truly believe that's the difference it's been like that since the beginning 
Um, we try to have fun. We have all sorts of outings and paintball. And of course, with COVID, we have missed that. We just recently had a day where we took the Friday off and we all just sat in the pool and, and tried to cool off from what has been a crazy season. Um, also, the ability to um, advance as soon as we hire the people. We, uh, we tell them, you know, here, here's what you do really well. And if you work hard and come to work and um, you can advance in the company. And so many of the people that have been with me for a long time have advanced. And uh, as a, a matter of fact, one of them has bought in to ownership of the company. So we've, we've been true to that. Um, and, you know, just keeping a fair pay structure. So keeping my eye on what happens in the industry. So often, um, if we do a big job, we'll do a bonus. We'll just, the guys, I'll come and meet them on a Friday afternoon and, and give them bonuses. We, we try to do that quite a few times. So there's not a structured bonus, but a random bonus, which is, which is really fun. Um, and just, like I said, keeping my uh, finger on the, what is happening in the industry and making sure everyone's paid fairly. Right. So you would say that pay is not the number one factor for keeping people around. It's certainly an important, um, important part of the retention. But for us, our team spirit is what really keeps us going, for sure. If you could provide some advice to small business owners today and startups, too, what can they do to attract and keep good people? Well, I think you need to have your business really well organized. A well-run business um, that is organized makes the staff feel comfortable and confident. Um, to be honest, for us, word of mouth from the staff, this is a great place to work, is the best thing. So for, uh, for the endorsement from our staff is, is our number one. Wow, cool. Um, so you've developed um, some of your people into leadership roles. How do you build your business to the point that you can be confident handling it over to, to somebody else? Again, my first thing, my first thought on that is respect. Um, so giving those people the proper, uh, I wrote everything down. So the proper training, all the proper tools they needed, and then respecting, respecting the fact that they had the ability to make mistakes and they wouldn't get their heads bit off. Um, them respecting me. I also try to work hard. So it's not a situation where I just ran away. Um, I mean, physically, I wasn't in the office, but I, I was on the phone every day. I read all the emails. I think it's very, very important that you keep your eye on the ball at, at all time, right? Um, it, it helps those people that are now in charge um, it sort of gives them bumper pads, like a, like a bowling alley, right? Um, so if I can see something, you know, I'll often say, hey, here's a bit of advice. But I try very, very hard to let them make the decisions and not micromanage them. And, uh, and they respect me, I respect them. So it, it's challenging, but it's a safe kind of challenging. It's a, a nurturing kind of thing. That's right. It's the family, the family. That's, Back that's to perfect. that. Um, so let's move to some of uh, the remediation questions here, uh, specific to your business. Um, what's the biggest concern for homeowners regarding asbestos and hazardous materials right now? Well, I think the biggest concern should be, um, so, so what happens is we have two different 
clientele. We have the people that are really concerned about their family safety. And then we have the, the clientele that are really concerned about the cost. So I find that people should be concerned about the safety and not necessarily choose um, based on the price point. So over the last five years, there's, there's been many, many startup abatement companies. Um, and they start up without a lot of training. They see dollar signs. And, uh, and so you have to be careful, like in any industry, you know, the cheapest price is not necessarily <laughs> going to get you. And, and with asbestos abatement, um, what we see happen so often, which is unfortunate, um, is that people will choose a less expensive route and then they will end up with all sorts of extra costs. Um, one, of the, one of the things in the industry that people do is they, they give a low price and then they, they find an extra and, uh, and then they just add on and add on. Um, so I think the biggest concern for people should be that they wanna check the abatement company. They wanna make sure that they have checked public records. WorkSafe BC has public records um, and you can see what the company is uh, has done in the past, if there is anything. Um, you have to be really careful of companies that do their own testing um, and their own clearances. Uh, we have never, since the beginning, done that. We've had a third party always come in and do our inspections, you know, and it, and it happens often. Our guys are in there, they're working, and they're looking at the same thing, and they miss something. So we have a, another set of eyes go in and have a look at it and go, hey, here's a little bit you need to clean up or here's something you missed and I can't provide a clearance until that's done. That's key. I mean, it's key. We all make mistakes and the guys work real hard and we work fast from one job to the other. So mistakes happen. So it's so key to have a third party go in and check the work. Whereas you have companies that do their own clearances and it, it's a, it's cheaper, but, um, but it's sometimes I, we, we had a job recently where uh, another company had missed two weeks worth of work and cleared it themselves. So, yeah, you know, it's uh, that's that's what I consider the biggest concern that homeowners should have. So, what are some early warning signs that people should watch for before doing any home renovations? Like, what, when should people be concerned about asbestos and hazardous materials? So. The first thing is the age of the home. You know, anything, anything built before 1990 really um, is, is your asbestos concern. Um, unfortunately, something that's happening in the industry uh, is with the new builds in our climate, there's often mold issues that are happening because of the, the building materials we're using. So that's something, a newer thing. So you should always be looking and be prepared. Um, even no matter what the age, but if you're looking specifically for asbestos, anything before 1990, you have to be concerned and you have to be concerned about the things that are hidden. Um, you can go look at a home and there's no obvious asbestos. Uh, you, you go in and you see your nice bathroom floor with beautiful tile and heated floors and, you know, and what happens is underneath there, you have the old vinyl sheet flooring with the paperback asbestos or tile with, you know, uh, the asbestos in it. Uh, that, that's just one way or, you know, an old ducting system that has been, you know, uh, closed off and then, uh, you know, somebody opens up a wall to 
<laughs> make make their open concept and there's all of this you know sometimes vermiculite comes that has been previously baited out of the attic but it's still in the walls uh so often uh, you have to look for hidden things that's what you uh i don't know that those are early warning signs what you need to do really if you're going to do a renovation of any kind you need to have a hazardous materials um report done by a third party and uh, one of the consultants that i was speaking of earlier right. um that that's very important and then you don't have to worry about any other signs they they'll usually catch everything right and homeowners aren't the only ones that need to worry about hazardous materials are they no um well you have tenants um they have to be real careful they don't want to be doing any improvements they, you got to work with the homeowner you also have commercial the commercial people um generally They've been on this whole asbestos thing longer than everyone else. Most, most all of the commercial buildings have a plan in place and anybody that works on them um, knows because they're usually the bigger companies. So it's, there's a lot of asbestos in the commercial buildings, but uh, everybody has a pretty good handle on getting that dealt with properly. Um, the homeowner asbestos really has only been in about the last 12 years that people have been really aware of it. Um, so, so the tenants, of course, um, should be talking to the homeowners before they do any renovations or, or anything like that. We often, we won't work if, if a tenant calls us up and says, you know, we think our house smells like mold. We, we have the homeowner call us. We won't deal directly with the tenant. Right. Okay. Well, Summer, I, I want to thank you for being on Talk Local today. Uh, thank you very much for being with us. Um, Summer is from Removal Remediation in Victoria, British Columbia. They can be reached by phone at 250-478-9998. You can email them at info at removeall.ca, or you can access their website at www.removeall.ca, and that's spelled R-E-M-O-V-A-L-L. Once again, Summer, thank you for being on the show and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Alan. Stay okay. cool. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Talk Local podcast, sponsored by Time to Get Online, makers of fast and affordable websites for tradespeople and small businesses throughout the province and around the world. When you're ready to start building your brand, visit timetogetonline.com.